Welcome to the Movie Planet Podcast. This week we are talking about the original Jurassic Park. Uh, we did this movie. This is the very first podcast that JC and I ever did together. And we were just talking about movies that we liked. And we happened to start talking about Jurassic Park. And we ended up talking for a good half hour on this movie. So in order to start off a Jurassic Park retrospective of the franchise... We're going to start with the original Jurassic Park. This is the Movie Playgrounds version of it with JC and myself. Well, I hope you enjoy. With Joe. Uh, now, now, eventually, you might have dinosaurs on your, on your dinosaur tour, right? I really hate that, man. And JC. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Talk about Jurassic Park. It's Ooh. probably the one that's probably shaped a big chunk of our lives. Oh my goodness, yes. And and that's one that has aged well. Now when you when you first saw Jurassic Park, where were you? Everybody remembers that one moment when you first saw a friggin' dinosaur on the screen. I, I was with my mother. It was at uh, a cinema complex in Pennsylvania. Uh, I was sitting on the right, and the first time I saw a dinosaur. Coffee. Well, that's nice to know that the coffee machine is going. <laughs> first time you saw a dinosaur. I had a beeping sound in the back of my head. Um, the first time I saw a dinosaur, I remember looking at my mom because it was just one of those, like, you look at your mom like, Mom, do you see this? Mom, do you see this? And she's just grinning ear to ear at the screen. And that's that's <laughs> literally my, my picture is... I see it, but I think she was getting more out of it than I was because I just I thought this was amazing. I was I was young enough that I thought it looked like a real dinosaur and everything. But my mom is just grinning and my mom is usually pretty stoic. I mean, I love her, she's great, but usually she's she she keeps her feelings close to the chest and that was one of the times I'm like she genuinely seems to be enjoying herself and that's that's my memory. Plus, right. plus I loved it because the Jeep the Jeep had the number 29 on it. And that's my favorite number. 29 is your favorite number? 29 is my favorite number. And that was, there was 18. The first Jeep was 18. But then the one with the stupid lawyer in it, even though the lawyer was in it, it's still the number 29 Jeep. And then in Jurassic World, which Jeep do the boys drive? Number 29. They drive number 29. And it was fantastic. <laughs> I know that when I, when I first saw it, I remember waiting, waiting in line uh, all day with my family and another family. Advantage of small town. I don't remember there being a line. Yeah. My family and another family we were really close with. Uh, we went to the the showing. We were in there all. Day, we were in the line all day long. We got our seats, and of course, we got prime seats because that's what we do. Uh, and uh, we sat there and watched this thing. And I was around. Gosh, I don't even remember how old I was, but the watching the dinosaurs on the screen, I was excited about it. I had read the entire novel right beforehand, and I understood what was going on in the novel. I understood what was going on the screen. It's vastly different. Uh, but leaving that movie around my, I want to say 11, 12, 13 years old, I don't really remember. I remember we were driving to our neighbor's house in the caravan, the Dodge caravan, and we parked in front of their house. It was dark out. We, there were a lot of bushes around. And my mom and my father had to basically try to convince me to get out of the car because I was freaked out raptors would shoot out of the bushes. Are you serious? So you were legit. And that's the thing. I had thrown myself so far into this movie, I was convinced it was real. My wife tells me about it being scared, and I don't remember being scared. 
I would and just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm, believe me, folks. I am not a very brave person. I am a scaredy cat. You don't but like I, horror movies, but, but I no, I don't. Yeah. I am not a fan of horror movies, but I also don't remember being scared at that. The, the movie, and I think I've told you this before, the movie that genuinely to this day terrifies me, mm-hmm. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. When the band, oh, when, when the Sean, band, Con- when Sean the, Connery's Sean, first role? Sean Connery's first role. <laughs> when, when the Banshee comes out of that castle, scares the fucking you shit. You told me about that every once time. during a comic book. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every time it scares me. But I, when that movie came out, I think that that movie was such an impactful movie to all ages is you could literally say that that was the next generation Star Wars. Yes, very much so. I mean, there isn't a movie in between 77 and that time where it captured every single age group. We, it was something we'd never seen before. We'd never seen dinosaurs on screen before that looked like that. The, we saw the claymation ones. The problem is, is, is you're giving it a little bit more credit than it deserves because it was a fantastic movie. Yes. But Star Wars created a whole world that opened up to us. Jurassic Park doesn't create a new world for us. I'm going to counter that with saying it did. And the reason why is because this movie came out and it was the first time we saw realistic computer-generated images on the screen. So you're speaking from movie making and I'm speaking from the actual subject matter. Yes. Well, I I think they're both equal. Star Star Wars and Jurassic Park are both movie-making marvels. They changed how movies were made. Yes. That I agree with. Forever they changed how movies were made. You can't replicate what Star Wars did. But Star Wars changed how movies were made, and they opened us up to new storytelling techniques. Like... All right, all stories. They borrowed a lot all, of storytelling. All story t- stories are old. If you're going to use that whole thing, yes, I will go back and say there are no new stories. No, every it's outline just is the same. Of it. Yes, but there is a lot more options for retelling a bunch of different stories in Star Wars. Yes, I love Jurassic World. Kind of the same thing as Jurassic Park. No, it is the same thing. I, I mean, it, there, there's a lot of similarities. It's the same story. Now we still love them because there's something about dinosaurs and there's something about how realistic they look. And, and there's something about Chris Pratt. And Chris, Chris, <laughs> He's Chris, such a great actor Chris now. Pratt is hitting every home run out of the park. <laughs> but those movies aren't anything more than fluff. Like, they're just entertaining to go watch, but they don't... Well, there's you, a reason why Spielberg didn't direct anything after Lost World. Yeah, because he realized that they, they're, they're fluff movies at this point. Yeah. And fluff is great. I love fluff. It's nice to lay on. I, <laughs> I, I, Jurassic Park, to me... It's a movie that I can maybe watch once a year. I can't watch yeah. it any more than that because I'll start to pick it apart. That, yes, that is an accurate statement. And I don't like doing that. I, there's times when I'll sit there watching a movie that I just throw on the shelf, and I'm like, okay, I'll en- and I'll enjoy it until I start to pick things apart, and I'll just pull it out. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to enjoy this movie. And with movies that I've already picked apart, I look at it this, I try to tell myself because of nostalgia and how much I loved it, um, I, I realized that with the Voltron series. I watched the Voltron series on Netflix the other Ugh. the other week or something, and it's a horrible series. Ugh. But I loved it. God, I loved it growing up. I thought it was amazing. And when I watch it, I'm like, okay, I've killed it for me. Yeah. But I need to watch it through the boy's eyes. I want to watch the boy watch it, and I want to see my son get it. And if he is able to get that much enjoyment out of it, then I will love it again because of what it did for him. Okay. And that's that's the only way that can save that. So the fact that you at least take the movie out whenever it starts to do that is smart. I don't think I've that's ever That's the preservationist me. in yeah, me right there. Yeah, that's the preservationist. <laughs> I just, God, there, there are so many movies that when I look back at them now, I either watch them too many times, yeah. and they are now just shit to me, and I should have just stopped and let them be, or I'll relive them through my son, and then 
I'll at least watch them. Well, with that's him. why with my movie collection, I basically have movies that I want to show my kids. God, God willing, I have them someday. Uh, I want to show my kids someday. And mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is one of those movies, and I want to see it through their eyes. E.T. I want to see that through a kid's eyes. E.T. is one of those movies where. I have not seen it a bunch, mm. and every time I watch it, it's mainly was, oh, I remember seeing this scene. I remember seeing this scene. Right. I don't remember the story. If you ask me right now what the story of E.T. was, I don't think I could re- tell you. I remember the M&M scene. <laughs> I remember the dress-up scene. I remember hiding in the dolls. They were Reese's Pieces. I remember the Pizza Hut scene. I remember, were they, re- were they Reese's Pieces? They were Reese's, they were Reese's, Reese's Pieces. Yeah. They were Reese's Pieces. They were Reese's Y'all don't even fucking remember that. There were little candies that were candy-coated. Um, I remember the the shark claw thing in the in the fish tank. I remember scenes. You remember I, him introducing Boba Fett to ET? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember the story. And for me, and it's amazing to me that there are some movies where I remember it because the scene spoke to me, or I like something in the scene. I probably liked the toy. I mean, I watched them as a kid. I remember the Pizza Hut scene because I like pizza. I remember the Reese's scene because I like Reese's. I don't remember the story. The, I remember being scared when the alien was all white and all the suits were around. And and for, I actually feel bad for my father because my father's a physician. And for the longest time after watching E.T., I could not go near anybody in a white coat. Oh, really? they, oh my God, they scared the <laughs> shit out of me. I thought they were going to take me away to someplace. And after Sundays, we always had to go to the hospital because my father would have rounds. Being scared the shit out of me. I would want to go into a room and just sit and read a book because there'd be people walking down with these big plastic tubes or all of these coats and everything. And I'm like, I'm going to die. Somebody's going to plug me with something and I'm going to die. Well, Jurassic, and I just hated it. Jurassic Park is kind of funny because it, that is it, it, going back to the E.T. thing. It's a movie that is a landmark for kids. You it remember is. those moments. And I personally, when I look at Jurassic Park, there are, I think of so many different scenes vividly in my head because it's the first time I ever saw them. You know, you know it's kind of, when you watch the movie, one of the worst effects in the movie is the first time you see the brontosaurus. It doesn't look good anymore. Uh, I disagree because I, I, because I just watched it last night. It's faded. It's clearly <sighs> in the background. But what captures that isn't so much the actual brontosaurus. It's, it's Sam Neill's performance. It's Sam, Sam Neill's performance it's, and Dern's uh, performance. Dern's and uh, what's his name? The the chaotician. Uh, oh, Goldblum. Goldblum his his look and the sound when it hits the ground. That reverberating bass. I remember sitting there, in my chair shaking, and I was like. This is a different thing I've ever seen before. And the nice thing, when I watched it last night, we have surround sound with our new fancy thing, yeah. and I felt it behind the couch. And But I disagree with you on the whole faded to the background thing. Really? And, uh, then maybe my TV is shit. But when I watched it last <laughs> night on my new, my fancy Vizio 50-inch mm-hmm. uh, HD and all that, I remember thinking, oh, this is, I remember going into it because I don't have your magic power. I oh, Jesus in, Christ. I, I don't went, mean it like when I hit, seen something already. I, I went into it <laughs> thinking, oh, this is going to look bad. And I just, just like, it doesn't. No. To me, it did not. It still looked great. So yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with you there. I still think. That's the it, only scene. It, it looks realistic. And yeah, the rest of the dinosaurs, oh my God, Tyrannosaurus is fucking, and it's 93. So I'm shit at math. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But. I still think it holds up, and and the scene with them drinking out of the water, the cephalopods, and all those things, or whatever the cephalopods or something different. I don't know. But the science teacher friend of ours just—he's not here. I was gonna say he just had a shit with that because I sure <laughs> that word up. But needless to say, yeah, I I still think Jurassic Park looked great yeah. even last night. Jurassic Park, 
I see. I can sit there and go that that I personally believe. I look at the thing and go, okay, I can forgive that scene because the rest of the movie's gonna be amazing. And it is. It's very. It's a very safe movie, though. Actually, the scene when as I was watching it last night, there's the whole scene where they're pushing the Velociraptor up, and my son's freaking out and all this. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize it until last night. Just before they slide the cage into position and the light goes green, mm-hmm. you get a full ass shot scene of the safari guy. Now I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Muldoon. Muldoon. And it's like, I remember watching that. I'm like, those are short shorts. <laughs> I remember looking at them and be like, and they look good on them. I'm like, damn, I wish my ass looked that good in short shorts. <laughs> but those are short shorts. And yeah. I've seen Jurassic Park probably 30 times. Mm-hmm. Last night was literally the first time watching it. And I'm just like, we get a full-ass view of Muldoon's Maldoon. butt. And those shorts look good on him. Like, who knew in the 90s that short shorts looked good? But I'll be if they didn't pull it off in that. One of my favorite scenes in this movie, though, is something that's very subtle. And it is when they are at the raptor cage for the first time. And you this have, is the characters or the like character, that opening scene? The opening time. That you, no, no, not the opening scene. But the, the first, first time, time Sam when they're Neal feeding and all the them. cow in. Gotcha. Yeah. And something happens in that that you rarely see in any other movie. And that is, you have two conversations going at the same time. Both are overlapping each other. Both are giving valuable information. And you can hear everything. Wow, you do nitpick movies apart, because I never noticed that. But you're right. It's something that Spielberg has done occasionally in his movies. You're such a nerd. Thank you. You're such a nerd with movies. But it's brilliant the way it's done, because you sit there going, oh my gosh, I want to pension to Sam Neill's conversation. Well, no, because... I want to hear Laura Dern's conversation. Apparently, he did it so well, I didn't even realize there were two conversations going on. I just listened to all the information, so that's the more impressive thing, is that Spielberg did that, and as many times as I've seen it, I didn't even realize it was two conversations. And you're right, they're actually facing away from each other in the scene. Yeah. And yeah, I never put that together. But the fact that... And you know, he did a very Jaws thing in it. He didn't show you them. I don't know Jaws so well. Okay, but I think you, I've I literally you know think I've seen Jaws shark. once. Yeah, they never show the yeah. shark until he eats the boat at the end. Yeah, and they don't show any of the dinosaurs in the first round of the tour, except for the oh, Triceratops. Yeah. And I love Malcolm's reaction of "We are going to see these, right?" And it's kind of like a wink to the audience, like you're going to see them. Don't worry, you know. But. When they see the Triceratops the first time. If you time, watch the trailer, there are no dinosaurs in the trailer. Like, that was a brilliant trailer the in The first 93. trailer, yeah. yeah there are no Because the second one, they brought out T-Rex. And they were like, okay, <laughs> here oh, he I don't remember that one. Yeah, because the only thing you see in the, t- in, in the first trailer is the stomp down of the foot. That, why'd I move? <laughs> Just so you don't know, he picked up the squirt gun again. And again, I'm, mo- I'm still wincing. <laughs> But, yeah, so that scene right there is when I remember. I remember them not showing the raptors. And then when you see the raptors, oh, my God, I, it, I, I could have shit a brick in the theater. No, they're, they're amazing. And part of me still wishes, as much as we've learned more information about the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. it still kind of holds up. I know that we now know that they had feathers and there was a little bit more of a foliage effect to their skin and, and uh, things like that. But when you watch it, it doesn't feel... I know, I'm sure a paleontologist watches Jurassic Park and they can rip <laughs> the thing apart. But as somebody that has read a couple Wikipedia articles, I yeah. mean, I know that stuff has changed and that velociraptors don't exactly look like what they look like in um, Jurassic Park. But when I saw them in Jurassic World, 
and I would assume Jurassic World would have the most up-to-date information for what it yes. would look like. I will be honest, as I'm making this point, I haven't done my research. Um, no, but it's true. I mean, it's been, what, but six, the, 13 years? Yeah, but the velociraptors they show in World 23 don't, years. don't look that much different from the velociraptors in Jurassic Park. And the fact that they were able to, to do that in 93... Yeah, that's just, that's awesome. and it's kind of funny if you look back at the number at the, at the movies that came out in '93, around the same time as Jurassic Park, and you see that they had computer generated graphics. Also, was a good year for movies. They, they had computer generated graphics. Also, they don't even hold up to what they, Jurassic Park did. It was like you had these movies come out, and it was like, oh, by the way, here's the granddaddy. Well, that's all I got time for today, Movie Planeteers. Next week, we'll be doing our bracket show. This is where we go over the top August openings of all time. You've been voting on them. We're going to go over it like it's March Madness up in here. So please, if you haven't voted yet, get your votes in as fast as possible. I think there's only a few days left in the voting. If you have any suggestions for movies that you want us to go over, uh, email us at movieplanetpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to pass the word on to your friends about the show. Subscribe on iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, or Spotify, or anything that you can find us on, and help the show get on its feet with a four- or five-star review. The more you review, the more people will hear us, and the more uh, craziness we can go into. Tweet with any questions, comments, theories, and we'll try to fit them into the show next time we're on the air. Send those tweets to at MoviePlanetPod, and like us on Facebook and Instagram using the links in the show notes. Special thanks to Twisterium and Sound J Music for providing our intro music, and Kenny Loggins for just being... We've been awesome. Thanks for listening to the Movie Planet podcast and happy movie watching. Bye, Steve. We're out.